Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is the 6th, 2023, which is actually the 20th of June. That's what I was originally going to say, but I, I missed it up somehow. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, you know what? Go back to sleep. Seriously, how are y'all? How are you doing? I've got to say, okay, i got to say this. And I'm going to say it more than once this summer, but it is hot. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, times infinity. It is hot. Like, H-A-W-T, hot. But seriously, uh, the sun is out and showing off its sunness. Hello, sun. You don't have to be so show off ish here in Texas. Because interesting enough, my friend from Montana said it was like 48 freaking degrees in Montana. And over here in Tejas in Texas, it is 100 degrees, 103. But because of the humidity in Dallas-Fort Worth, it feels like 114. You heard me right, 114, 114, 114 Fahrenheit, y'all. If you're not from America and you don't do this, the Fahrenheit, it's crazy hot celsius that's all i gotta say about that and it's only gonna get more hot it's only gonna get hotter and i'm not happy about that and here's an interesting a little piece of information my sister sent me a little screenshot of the weather there and it says feels like a hundred so it's like 90 something degrees and feels like a hundred how are people over in the houston area getting less heat than us over in the dfw area a question mark times infinity. I lived in Houston, H Town, as some people like to call it. And it was always hotter there. And it was always way humid. Er, more humid. Er. <laughs> it was way more humid there than it was in DFW. So welcome to What Is Up is Down and What Is Down is Up, which I've been saying since COVID. And definitely since after COVID. Maybe not during COVID, but definitely after COVID. You'd have to go back to all my episodes, have fun with that, and go back to the very beginning. But I definitely have been, I've said that at least once in, in, in this podcast. And it's a telltale sign when Houston seems to be less humid than DFW. I'm not a fan. I do not like it. And I will be sending an email to the sun about this. Don't think she's going to read it, though. But at any rate, moving on. So I was driving my uh, a vehicle the other day, as I do as a rideshare driver, and some dude, which happens more often than it's not here in the DFW area, some dude who does not does, does not like to drive properly, was cut me off basically because I wanted to take a left to get further away from uh, the exit. And I guess this guy decided he wanted an exit or he just wanted to be a total arse and almost ran into me. Like legit almost collided with my car because he would not let me merge left, turn left, whatever you want to call it. And I had my blinkers properly on and I've talked about this before, but it bears talking about again because here's what happened. 
As he almost hit me, I honked at him. He sticks his freaking hand out the window and gives me the bird. The bird is also another way of saying flipping me off with the middle finger here in America, which stands for the F to the U to the CK to moi. And I was like, are you kidding me? You almost hit me and you're flipping me off, bruh. So I put my nicely. <laughs> kind of got into that uh I'm not very happy about this so I say nicely sarcastically I did my high beams on that sucker because that's rude or hashtag rude as I say a lot and when he when I did that guess what he did he threw his fountain drink at me yes yes he threw his freaking fountain drink it wasn't a full fountain drink but that's not the point he threw a cup that had some drink in it out the freaking window that's where we are today. This is the continuous behavior of humans today. Okay, in America, this is the continuous behavior of humans in America. Okay, maybe just in Texas. I don't know. I just know that I wasn't a fan of it. And I'm going to admit to something. And I hope you don't judge me because I did some self-reflecting. And I'm not proud of it. But I chased him. I told this to a passenger and she said, oh, is that the only time you've chased somebody? I've chased somebody a lot of times when I've been driving. I got a little, I got a lot of road rage. Uh, and I'm like, I don't get road rage. I will like lift my hands up in the air and go, what are you doing? Right back to the New York accent. What are you doing? I'm driving here. But I don't like, I've never, ever, ever, ever chased anyone because of something somebody did on the road. I just I've kind of let it go. And I don't know if it's just because I've been driving on and off for four years, doing this, being on the road, seeing the continuous bad behavior of people trying to attempt to drive, but instead drive horribly and aggressively and dangerously, I might add. But I chased this person. I just wanted to see what they were going to do. I mean, they stepped on the brakes and wanted me to rear end them, but I didn't, of course. And then I went around the corner and stayed behind them and, well, surprise surprise uh they didn't want any they didn't want any of that so they zoom 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 zoomed away in high speed um and that's that coward <laughs> not like i wanted them to stop and pull over or anything i don't know if that little cop in me that was back in the day a cop uh was just you know i don't know again i'm a self i'm a self try to do my self-reflecting and i self-reflected and after i went as far as I would go, because I wasn't going to chase them, chase them. They wanted to, clearly they wanted to get away from me by as fast as they were going and bypassing even laws. I mean, they weren't really abiding by the law, were they, when they threw the freaking cup at me and before that almost sideswiped me. So I didn't encourage them or motivate them to commit more stuff right that they're not supposed to be doing like going extra fast and not stopping when they should have stopped at like the light and it wasn't like they got in you know in, in any near accidents or anything like that the traffic wasn't that bad in when they got off the highway it was on the highway the traffic wasn't great but at any rate I did suffer like and I was like what are you doing hope stop that you've never done this before so don't ever do it again you had your one I had my one in a lifetime of chasing somebody because I was pissed off, royally pissed off that they did what they did. And But ultimately, you've got to be smart, especially here in Texas. In America in general, you got to be smart in those states where people 
are allowed to just carry a gun with no licenses, with no uh, practice, no, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to do anything to get a gun. They can just get a gun because it's Texas. And because of that, I got to be careful. Just let it go. You just got to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And you're probably saying, why didn't you do that with that walker? <laughs> Speaking of that guy, he's, he kind of did a partial smile when I, when I rode by him the other day. And I did some self-reflecting on that. You'd be happy to, you'd be happy to hear, my dear, dear listeners. I, uh, my self-reflection on that was I probably shouldn't have called him an old man. Because he's not like elderly, elderly. He's older than me, but he's not an elderly man. So I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have put age in there like that in that kind of derogatory word. Yes, did I deserve to be called a bitch and him use the f word on top of the bicth? No, no, I wasn't. But still, I should have not let my emotions get to me and call him a sad old man <laughs> or angry old man, I think I called him. And so I take part for that. I should have just called him an angry man. That's because he was an angry man. But when I did bike by him, I think I took two days off because I did a lot of driving on the weekend. So on Monday, I, uh, I rode by him and made sure to go nowhere near him. Being sarcastic, but you know what I'm saying. I didn't want him to think I was trying to roll him, ro roll him over, run him over. And he kind of did a partial smile, I guess, because I wasn't that close to him. And he could see me that I wasn't that close to him. And it didn't seem like a smirk, like a one of those kind of smiles, like, haha, I win. You don't even want to be near me. It was more of a genuine kind of like a little bit of a genuine partial smile. You know, and I don't know, maybe that was his partial small way of saying I'm sorry for calling you all those names really you seem like a really cool gore. girl and I'm so sorry because I can be an old angry man not an old angry man but an angry man that's what I kind of took from his partial little smile <laughs> I'm sure it probably wasn't but I digress anyway moving on the weather sucks moving on we got that I do want to say something real quick about uh, seatbelts, seatbelts, seatbelts. Who out there wears seatbelts? Everybody, I hope, is raising their hand wherever you're listening to me. Just raise your hand right now if you wear seatbelts. Just do it. Just do it. Who cares if nobody, if somebody's looking at you like, why is she raising her hand? Why is he raising his hand? Um, I'm imagining all of y'all raising your hand because y'all all do the right thing and wearing seatbelts. But who in here wears seatbelts in the back seat? Mm, I'll wait. I'm hoping that the most, the majority of you guys um, wear the seatbelt in the back seat. Now, for my Saudi listeners, for those who might be listening to me in Saudi or another country where it's not as it's not enforced as it is here in America, Marca, you might not do that. I would just, I used to, you know, kind of tell my students and wouldn't say lecture them, but I would just kind of like put it out there that you should wear your seatbelts because it wasn't something that was a big thing in Saudi Arabia. And I haven't been there in over four years, almost five years. So I'm hoping now with more and more women driving that they've enforced that more today. But anyway, at any rate, I hope the majority of you guys wear seatbelts in the backseat. But the reason I bring this up, because I brought it up before, people don't like 
like uh, here in Texas, they don't realize A, it's the law, B, it can save your life, and C, you're in my car, brother. You're in my car, sister. And I would like you to wear the seatbelt, please, and thank you. But here's the deal. When I nicely say, I would really appreciate it if you'd wear that seatbelt. I even put, I think I've even said that before. I even put my little hands together and go, thank you. I appreciate it. 99% of the people, 98% of the people. Oh, no, oh, no problem. No problem. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Oh my God. Thank you. You're the only one that's ever said anything. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> seatbelt save lives. Um, and it bears repeating because just yesterday, just yesterday, some guy got persnickety about it. Like, seriously. And you know what? Even if I've talked about this just recently, I'm going to talk about it again because that's how serious seatbelts are to me more and more. I'm going to become a huge advocate for seatbelt awareness because the seatbelt saved my life. I can't say for sure if it saved my life when I was in the vehicle accident in Germany back in 1999 on a mission exercise. I can't say 100% for sure. I can't say 50% for sure that I would have died if I had not had my seatbelt on. But I can guarantee you that I would have been hurt more than I was already hurt if I had not had been wearing a seatbelt. Guarantee it like the Ruffles potato chips. Um... And if they don't have that commercial anymore, it used to be a commercial and they're like, well, I guarantee it, Ruffles, potato chips, something, something, something. So, but I guarantee you, I would have been hurt. Probably would have hit my head. And even though I was wearing the helmet, the Cavalier, Cavalier hat to something would have gotten damaged if I had not have bashed, smashed through that window because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt or went another direction. Who's to say? I could have flew out the I could have flew out the door because my elbow opened up the door when we crashed. So that's that's something that I really believe in. But the people that I pick up, y'all, the people that I pick up that that two percent who become like toddlers. Oh my god, uh, you're making me wear the seatbelt. I ain't making you wear it. It's a choice. Everybody's a choice. You could either wear the seatbelt and be on your way or you don't wear the seatbelt and I have to buy Felicia somebody told me you don't say buy Felicia you say buy Felicia because you're acting like a fool hence Felicia and I like that a lot <laughs> Felicia so there's always choices I'm not making anybody do anything because there's a choice you cannot wear it and get on my car you know if a, if a stranger cares about you enough to say, I really appreciate if you wear the seatbelt, if you don't mind. Sometimes it's more, more like, if you don't mind, I really appreciate if you wear the seatbelt. And if you don't mind is a question. They don't have to. They can say, I do mind, and I ain't going to wear it. And I'm going to say, bye, Felicia. <laughs> I haven't been able to use Felicia since this lady told me about it. So please wear the seatbelt. And if the driver doesn't tell you to wear, doesn't ask, oh, sorry, because it's not telling. I'm not saying, fool, when you'll see boat. <laughs> if, the, if, the, if the driver doesn't remind you, after a couple of minutes, before you even get going, you should already wear that seatbelt. Just put that seatbelt on. Just put it on. And if they don't say anything, just remind yourself, ooh, am I buckled in? Because uh, annoying Talk time with Hope over there with her continuous advocate, advocating for 
seatbelt awareness is going to remind me, I'm sure again, and I might remind you again before it's all said and done. (laughs) But seriously, I care about everybody. I do my best to try to care about everybody. Even the guy that yelled at me. Yes, I'm going to mention that again. The guy that cussed at me the other week because of walking on the wrong side of the park. I even care about that dude. I don't want him. I was happy to see him. You know, honestly, I was happy to see him because I didn't want to like upset him so much that he stopped working out. Maybe if he went at night, that would be cool too. I mean, as long as, but I was actually kind of relieved to see him because, you know, we all have triggers and I didn't want to be responsible for him being triggered and being sad for the rest of his life. I'm being serious about that. At any rate, I care about people more and more. I want to show my part and be my brother and or sister's keeper, right? In the Bible, Cain and Abel, if you don't know the story, in the Bible, Cain was jealous of Abel because Abel was doing everything, you know, being good, serving of the Lord, and he was, uh, you know, servant of God. Um, And he was just doing good. And Cain was jealous, big time jelly. And so uh, Cain decided to kill his brother. He killed his brother, then he hid his body, and then I wanted, like, acted like nothing, no big deal, nothing to see here. And then God's like, yo, where is your bro? Okay, I am paraphrasing, of course, people. Do not take this as literal scripture, please. <laughs> I don't think anybody would really think that's the word it says in the Bible. But just to put that out there, I am paraphrasing big time. Um, but anyway, he's like, yo, where's your bro? And uh, Cain was like, I don't know. I don't know, yo. I don't know where my bro is. I haven't seen him. Maybe he, like, joined the circus or whatever, you know. (laughs) Traveling circus. And God's like, you think I don't know? I know everything, yo. Where is your brother? And he's like, I don't know. I'm not my brother's keeper. I'm not my brother's keeper. And God's like, oh, yes, you are. And you are in trouble. And so he got in trouble big time. You want to know more? Read the Bible. I mean, if you want. Nope. It's up to you. But at any rate, there is this kind of saying that goes, we are, you know, we are supposed to help our brothers and our sisters. And even if it's just in a very small way, like asking somebody to please wear their seatbelt in the back seat of their vehicle in order to make sure they're safe. Because it's not a hundred, it's not the law is why I don't do it because it's the law. More than anything, I do it because it can actually help somebody if we, God forbid, were to get in an accident. That is the main reason. But if somebody wants to get a little flippant and go, well, it's not required in Texas to wear the seatbelt, I'm like, yes, it is. Fact check me on Google all you want because I'm not going to lie to you about this. Serves me no good. So that's all I'm going to say about seatbelts. Please do your part. Remind your partner if you have a partner. Remind your friends because I'm sure you all have at least one friend. Probably way more, but just at least once. One. Remind family if you got family. And remind yourself. Remind yourself to wear that seatbelt in the back seat, not just in the front seat. Because everybody is vulnerable to get ejected out that window if you don't have your seatbelt on. And if there's anybody that wants to argue seatbelts can, you know, we could still get killed if we wear our seatbelts. 
don't know where that accent comes from but yeah you might be able to say that you might say hey you have the right to say that and yes you can still be killed if you're wearing the seatbelt that has happened and it may always happen to a degree in a minuscule type way i mean it depends on the car accident if you get hit horribly hard at a high speed velocity velocity or by an 18 wheeler you might not survive no matter what you wear but how often are those accidents going to be like that not to mention you could be one of those people who do survive simply because you did have your seatbelt and you didn't get ejected up that window so food for thought now let's just go with mostly facts the chances of getting you know surviving a car accident rather is higher if you're wearing the seatbelt and it lowers the percentage of you surviving when you don't wear the seatbelt and that's all I'm gonna say about that moving on so I said a while back a while ago a while ago that I was going to give you some some recommendations for some true crime podcasts so here they are I'll, I'll, I'll try to remember to put it, uh, put the list on the details of the description of this podcast. So one of the ones that I listen to, that I've been listening to, that's really good. And the, this is by, um, it's on Spotify, but it's done by a thing called Parcast, P-A-R-C-A-S-T. And it's a lot more professional. It's not from uh, amateur podcasters, if you will. No diss in them, but they're more amateur, right? Um, compared to some of the other ones out there are more professional and that are sponsored by legit like true sponsors that's i guess where their bread and butter is you know um so it's called unsolved murders on podcast but it's on spot all these are on spotify so unsolved murders has been going on for like seven years and it's got a like a sister a sister podcast called solved murders true crime stories um both of them are by the same hosts, this guy named uh, Carter and a lady named Wendy. And um, sadly, though, I think they're done. They said something about uh, the guy made an announcement. Carter made an announcement saying that after seven years, they're closing down the shop. So, but you've got seven years worth of podcasts, loads and loads and loads and loads of podcast episodes for unsolved and solved murders. Now, Carter, he has a newer one, too. Um, Carter Roy, I think is his name. And my pronunciation of the word C-A-R-T-E-R has always been off. So, Carter. Carter Roy. He has one called Code Case. I don't know. I think it started this year. It's rated 4.7. That's a really good one. Uh, I like, uh, because Code Cases, if you don't know, are cases that haven't been solved for the most part they've gone code that's what they call them code cases they've gone code the leads have gone code they just haven't been able to find the the murderer um but with this one i like it because most of them are solved i mean they went code for sometimes 10 years 20 years even three four five decades but they were finally solved and i do like that about that one so we've got unsolved murders solved murders code case that's simply what it's called code case and it's got a picture of somebody's face with the big bold letters cold case and i tried to pronounce cold 
properly because my friends used to make fun of me because I don't, I say it like C-O-D-E code. <laughs> the L just disappears somehow. At any rate, those are the three. Actually, sorry. Then there's the fourth one called serial killers. And I think I may have mentioned this before, but these again, these are all professional, done professionally. Um, and they are still going strong. And it's called serial killers in the description on, on the face of it. It's got like a, like an ax for the letter R. Like this has got the letter R, but the, what splits it in the middle there is like an ax. And it's, it's done really well too. It's 4.8 rating stars, 4.8 stars and over 32,000 people follow this uh, podcast. So those are the four that are done, like I said, professionally, as opposed to just the average day person like myself or you that are just doing podcast um, as as a hobby or maybe somebody gets really good at it and has a big following and then they start doing it professionally. And so, yeah, there's that. And then the dude that I've talked to you about from Ireland, he has a YouTube channel that I've said, I'm, I mentioned at the beginning of podcasting and I've said it a couple of times maybe since that he's, he's worth checking out. He does a pretty good job in his research and he's got a YouTube channel called Two Words, That Chapter. Well, he decided to come on over to the other side and to the podcasting side and his podcast is called the same thing as his YouTube channel is called That Chapter. Now, honestly, I feel like I liked him better. I feel like I like him better on his videos than, than his podcast. Not, I mean, his voice is good for podcasting, I think. But sometimes I feel like he gets too, like, he's a bit of a nerd and not in a bad way. I like nerds. I'm a nerd to a degree. I think all of us have a little nerd in us and I think it's a good thing. It's not like back in the 80s and 90s when it was like such a bad word. You're such a nerd. Like synonymous with stupid or something. I don't know. Or you're too smart, right? With the little glasses and the pen pocket holder whatever but like I can tell like if you watch this guy's first YouTube channels his videos from the, when he first started you can tell how he's grown and matured and yeah, I'm pretty sure he's getting I think he's getting some good money because he's also went into podcasting so he's probably quit whatever job he was doing he's really good with his video editing too but as far as his podcast all the people that follow him are following him because they've, you know, he got that big, huge following on YouTube. And of course, their loyal fans are going to go over to his podcast. He's probably got over a million views, but it only shows, I only show he's got a, he's got a five-star rating and he's got 15,000 followers, but I think he's got like a million followers because everybody that follows him on, on, uh, on YouTube is now following him there. Now, like I said, he, something, something about when he talks on his podcast, he talks, I don't know. He makes comments about like, well, oh, we're going to talk about devil worshiping. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, but it's kind of like in a nerdy way. I don't think he's really into devil worshiping. Uh, he just doesn't seem the kind, the kind that would be into that. I don't, I can't judge somebody by their presence on the internet of Avi, but I don't know. Sometimes when he says, oh, this is going to be about blood and gore and witchcraft and Satanism, he gets a little too excited. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't know if I like him. I mean, just not judging people that are Satanists, okay? They're humans too, and God loves everybody, okay? But I don't know, just something about the way he talks on his podcast is a little different than how he presents himself on the on the videos. But again, you can only 
you know, you only know somebody so much on their presence on the internet. Now there's these two girls, two females that do um, a podcast called Gruesome, horrific, horrific true crime. They have a 4.6. They have a, they have a big following, and I like them. But sometimes they get like. I've said this before, they get a little bit too chatty and they kind of deviate from the true crime they're talking about, but hey, it's their podcasting and do what they want, right? And then there's another two other females and they're on a podcast called Inhumane, a true crime podcast. Now I'm not trying to put all white girls in the same bracket, but I swear I thought are the same, the girls from the other podcast doing another podcast because they sounded almost the same they actually to me sound like they could be the same two people just on a different podcast they created anyway they got a pretty good rating 4.7 stars you know uh, they got a good following as well now there's this guy from Norway he's the serial killer podcast it's called the serial killer podcast he's Norwegian everything is in English except for when he gives a shout out at the end to his in his native language he's all right I you know he speaks I don't know almost like uh, Orson Well. no I don't know he's got a 4.3 star rating I, I don't know how long he's been in this but anyway he's different He's a different a serial killer podcast, Thomas something. He's Norwegian. Look out for that. And then there's the Haunted UK podcast. It's all right. It's all right. But when they, some of these have way too many commercials. If I ever get a lot of people following me, maybe more than like one person following me, I think I'm going to do my very best not to have a lot of commercials. And that's the very unfortunate part is that when you want to make it big, you're all about the commercials. And that kind of takes away from the the organicness of it. But uh, that's just me. You know, I mean, I haven't been offered any contract to be a big podcaster or anything like that. And where I'll be getting money coming in or anything like that. But even if I was, I would try to just make as minimum of commercials as possible because it kind of takes away from it. But at any rate, that's all I got for you guys today. Stay hydrated. If you're in a hot place, God bless. This has been Talk Time with Hope. Bye.